Thanks for tuning in on Apple or Spotify to listen to another brand new episode of The Eye Test. Before we start the show, please take five seconds to leave a review. Since we don't sell you anything, this is the best way to help us grow. We would really appreciate it. Thanks again, and enjoy the episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Eye Test, where we simplify your process as a fantasy football manager. Today's episode is three players that are must-drafts for your fantasy team. We're getting super close to your fantasy draft. We are 29 days away. We cannot wait. And we have our guys. Can we all agree on that? I think so. We Yes. Yes, we do. Mine's a little bit of a surprise, though. I think your t- both of yours is kind of like, Not obvious, but notable guys. Notable guys. Yes, yes, for sure. We're going to be going over these three people. Go ahead and comment who your guy is that is a must-draft, the guy that you may even reach on, per se, so that no one else takes him. Paul is going to start us off today with his player that is a must-draft. We're going to go in chronological order of the rounds that they are projected to go in. Paul, how about you go ahead and start us off, my friend? Yes. So if you look at the screen, my little subtitle, I'm a diehard Ravens fan. And I hate that I love Najee Harris this year. And I wouldn't go on and say that make him your first round pick or draft him in the even the mid second. But where his ADP is, is absolutely perfect for, I believe, his value. So right now he's got an ADP of 31, which puts him around the middle of the third round yeah Yeah. around the middle of the third round and so he's a workhorse back that are very that are becoming rarer and rarer as time goes on in this league and he battled a lot of injuries last year but he still finished as the rb14 in ppr which is probably about where he is right now with his adp And I think that he can improve upon that. I think that he can be better than that. I think he does have the upside of an RB1 if he stays healthy. The Steelers improved their offensive line. Kenny Pickett gets another year in the system, along with Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. And God, I hate I'm going to say this, but Allen Robinson is there too to at least offer some veteran leadership on the sideline. I don't know. That's it. That's all he's doing. Yeah. But Dude, he's big, working out of the slot this year. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But the big thing for Najee here is the Steelers improved their offensive line. We're presuming that he's coming back healthy from that Liz Frank injury. That can be a very lingering lingering issue that he played with the entirety of last year. And he did pick up steam in the back half of the season. So with that being said, I think this is an absolute perfect value for Najee here. I think you have the upside, but this is finally a workhorse back being taken where I believe he should be. And if he's available for you at his ADP, that should be the easiest draft you slam for your fantasy football league. Yeah, and for people who are aiming for a no running back strategy, if you can get two stud wide receivers in the first two rounds, 
and maybe you want to audible that strategy and just go a little bit earlier on the running backs. Najee Harris is a great first running back to grab. And let's not forget, not only did they improve their offensive line, the Steelers, but they got Darnell Washington, who's projected to be more of a blocking tight end because of his, what is he, like 6'4", 250 or whatever. I mean, he's huge. So he's helping on the offensive line too. That's at least what we're assuming. So I'm big on the Najee Harris move as well, Paul. Yeah. I mean, realistically looking at that, if you're a middle round pick, your team could very well likely be a mix of Travis Kelsey, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then Najee Harris. I mean, those are some three really, really awesome, solid picks for you in the first three rounds. And I like to take the strategy of the first four, maybe even five rounds. I like taking guys I know that I'm not going to be subbing out of my fantasy team. Like those guys are going to be locked in there for the entire year. And I think Najee, even with, you know, some of his yards per carry issues and things like that, he still has the volume of an every week running back. You should start. Yeah. You want in those first three rounds, especially in particular, obviously, You want guaranteed volume and guaranteed production. And even though Najee Harris didn't blow people away last year, like he kind of did his rookie year with Big Ben, he still, like you said, finished as the RB14 and still was, you know, his floor was pretty much like 10 points, 10, 12 points every single week. He just didn't, you know, really exceed that that often until maybe like towards the end of the season. So now... He's like instead of your you reaching on him now he's probably valued where he should be like you said yeah so don't more of the story is don't overthink it if Najee is there and other people are passing on him because of his inconsistency just take the smart pick in the third in the middle third round with Najee Harris all right I'm gonna stick in the third round too here but this guy falls towards the end of the third round and he is the PPR god. And he's going towards the end of the third round, mainly because he was dealing with an injury for a large chunk of the season last year, the beginning part of the season, uh, and his age too. And that's Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has proven that he is still the focal point, along with Austin Eckler in a very potent Chargers offense. Uh, And if he is your second wide receiver taken, maybe you went wide receiver, running back, and then Keenan Allen. Or even if you went, running back, running back Keenan Allen as your first wide receiver, I would still be thrilled to have that type of upside. Um, And let's not forget, you know, Justin Herbert did have a down year last year, but he could have had that down year because his two wide receivers did not play as much as he probably wanted to. Uh, The Chargers did, as of tonight recording this, the Chargers did just extend Justin Herbert five years, $262 million. So he is, he's the guy. They're putting their trust in Justin Herbert. They're going to work on plays that utilize Keenan Allen because they're probably going to run him down to the ground. And this is definitely, this could be the last year that Keenan Allen is monstrous. I mean, we don't, we don't know. But presuming health, I think Keenan Allen is just a great pick at the third round. He is a guy that I am targeting, and I think all of you should too. Not you guys, our viewers. I want (laughs) Keenan Allen. And fun fact with that, obviously, we all know that I'm a huge fan of Keenan Allen. I, Whenever I have the chance, I do draft him. But he was the – I'm pretty sure he was the wide receiver three when he came back from injury 
dude last yeah. year. He was and averaging like 20 points a game. And that's without a crazy amount of touchdown upside. So mm-hmm. if he if he happens to get lucky or the ball bounces the right way for him this year and he ends up towards, you know, closer to 10 touchdowns, you're talking about a guy that has the potential to be a top five wide receiver. Like, no joke. He has that type of upside in that Chargers offense with how good he is in PPR. And it's only a question of if he's going to get in the end zone a lot. Yeah, he he came back from injury. He missed 10 games, essentially. Uh, and not the best injury for a wide receiver. I mean, dealing with a hamstring, you, you need that to be running. Yeah. Uh, came back missing 10 games, went 16, 21, 21, 17, 21, 12, 30 to end out the season. Sadly, that 18th week does not count for fantasy championships in most <laughs> leagues. Uh, but it's a great sign. I mean, for a guy that was 30 at the time, missing 10 games from a hamstring injury and still proves that he's got it. I mean, think about what he, he's he got the whole offseason to recover. Justin Herbert probably feels... I don't know, like the Chargers have his back now. There's probably going to be a more confidence factor in Justin Herbert. I'm excited to see what Keenan Allen can do. I am too. Yeah. I, am I, too. Love, I love Keenan Allen. I think that Justin Herbert loves him the most on this team, which is why I, I'm going to be drafting a lot of Keenan Allen stock in a, in a lot of my drafts. And this this Chargers offense, don't get me wrong, Eckler's great, but they are a pass-heavy offense to their core. So if Keenan Allen's on the field, he's going to be a huge focal point for this offense. All right, Bobby's Bobby's name is the tight tight end one rebound. We don't know exactly what that means, but I have a pretty good idea, Bob. How about you go ahead, tell our viewers and our listeners on Apple Podcasts and Spotify who we appreciate so much for listening and watching. Bob, round us out. Who is this tight end one rebound? So let me first say, we never talk about tight ends here. So this is one of huge. This is huge. Pivotal. It's not Mark Andrews, it's not TJ Hawkinson, but it is Darren Waller, a guy who has <laughs> I know, Darren Waller, a guy that has actually finished his last two seasons that were healthy as a top three tight end. Now, granted, those seasons were in 2019 and in 2020, so it's been a couple years. He's been injured. Yes, we all understand that. But he's not on the Raiders anymore. He got traded to the Giants this offseason. And I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but the Giants are completely devoid of really capable, strong wide receivers. Basically, their only other person that is guaranteed passing game volume is Saquon Barkley. And he's a (laughs) (laughs) and Saquon Barkley is a running back. So Darren Waller's ADP was much higher in past years, and now he's going in like the mid sixth round and he's going as the tight end seven. So he's going behind guys like um, Dallas Goddard and even TJ Hawkinson. Freer Muth. Yeah. Fryermuth, Kittle, you know, all guys that are good, but I don't think those guys actually have the upside that Darren Waller has this year in that giants offense. So, if you're sitting out of the Kelsey sweepstakes and you don't get a shot at Andrews and you're not so high on T-Hawk and you don't really want to wait until the end of the draft to draft maybe Greg 
Dulcich or Chig or something like that. Darren Waller is the perfect guy to draft because he's the only tight end in that range. And maybe honestly in the draft that has that crazy upside that's been out of the top 12 the past like two years. I think that's a very good point, Bob. And obviously a lot of people are going to be scared to draft Darren Waller because of his injury history, but you got to draft. You can't draft scared. So take Darren Waller. Hey, if he gets injured, I got good news for you. The tight ends that are drafted in the sixth round, they're not putting up that much more points than the tight ends that were drafted in the 10th round or the 11th round. So you'll find a tight end that can fill the slot. But Waller's upside is the key here. That's what you want to draft for. You want to draft upside. Darren Waller has a much higher chance to outperform his ADP than some of these other tight ends like Freermuth, Dallas Goddard, George Kittle. And there's just, it all comes down to the competition, honestly, at the end of the day. Dallas Goddard has. Yeah. There's a lot of mouths to feed in that Eagles offense. You could even say the same for the Steelers offense. And you could say the same for pretty much all the tight ends the that Niners. are being yeah. yeah, that are being drafted ahead of him, aside from maybe Kelsey and a little bit of Andrew. So Darren Waller just seems like an obvious choice to me. If you're a little unsure of the running backs and wide receivers in that range, draft Darren Waller at the in the mid six. That seems like a no brainer to me. Yeah. And I I think the big thing here is let me Going back on our little tips video, go check that out if you have not watched it already. But here's a tip. You can either get Darren Waller in the mid-sixth, or you can hate your life and get Kyle Pitts and be disappointed again in the fifth. Yes, there's, so, that's the other guy I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. so just make the right decision here. Don't grab the shiny. It's He's not even a new toy anymore. He's just... <laughs> I don't even know what to call Kyle Pitts anymore, but yeah, you're going to draft him and you're going to hate it. Just make the smart decision, get another solid wide receiver. Or even if you have a running back in the fifth round, you're like, grab him and take Waller in the sixth. Do yourself the favor. (laughs) Najee Harris, Keenan Allen, and Darren Waller. Those are our three must drafts for your fantasy team. Coming up next, three players that you should not draft for your fantasy team we cannot wait for this episode it'll be back tomorrow go ahead and like this video if you're watching on youtube subscribe to our channel so you can get more content coming your way and go ahead and comment your player that's a must draft on your fantasy team we'll be back tomorrow with three players that you should avoid we will see you tomorrow peace peace